Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Today we'll be talking a little bit about college and work life with one of my best friends. His name is Yasser, and he's currently an undergrad pre-med student who is honestly a client life. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, just tell me a little bit about your college experience right now. Talk to me. Um, so first of all, thanks for having me on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I'm currently a sophomore at Rutgers University in New Jersey. Um, I'm a I'm a pre-med student. Um, I'm currently majoring, I'm planning on double majoring in biology and um, public health with a minor in psychology. Um, college is, it's a, it's, what's the right word? It's going. I guess it's <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? It's like one way to put it. I mean, I don't know. It's just as a pre-med student, um, even as a STEM major, you know, you're always occupied, you're always busy. You don't really have a lot of time to just, you know, relax. Um, especially with the pandemic and everything going on, it just makes everything feel a little more um constricted, you know? Yeah, and no, I totally get that. I mean like I know some of my friends right now, they're struggling a lot with like, you know, their labs and like their core requirement classes just because it's all online and they yeah. can't get the same like experience and like support from their teachers as if they were in person. I think it's the the lack of motivation, to be honest. It's just, you know, waking up every day, going on lap, your laptop or computer, um, logging in the class, signing out. And then it's just like the daily repeat every single day. It's just so draining and it really takes out from the college experience. You know, you graduate high school and you're like, oh my God, these are supposed to be the best four years of my life. I'm supposed to have the time of my life, you know, do things, meet people. Um, and this pandemic has just like completely sucked that experience out of everyone, you know? Yeah, no, no, for sure. I mean, it also just sucks because like, yeah, like you were saying, you can't like see the same people, talk to your friends yeah. or like, you know, get that college experience of like networking basically and going out there. So, like, I know what you're saying, but, like, you know, tell me a little bit about your, like, your classes. How's that going and stuff like that? Um, It's just as a pre-med student, you know, it's definitely um, much harder and much more demanding, you know, all the prerequisites that you have to take. Because as a pre-med student, you're not really guaranteed that you're going to end up as a doctor, you know. Um, someone that applies to engineering or something, they or computer science, they'll finish school in four years and they'll have their degree and, you know, it'll just be over. They'll be working. But for us, it's just like that stress, for example, um, you know, taking your SATs and, you know, hoping or praying that you get into a college that you want. It's just like, you know, it's the same thing coming back, um, taking your MCAT exam and then, you know, praying that you get into a med school that you want because you're not really guaranteed um, becoming a doctor unless you get into med school. You know, once you're there, I feel like people start to breathe a little more. Um, It's just before that, you know, with the classes, managing your GPA, making sure you have clinical hours, making sure you, um, you know, do shadowing, get all these types of, you know, things that you need for med school. Um, so you stand out on your application and I think that's one of the things that makes it so demanding because clearly pre-med isn't for everyone and it's definitely um, you know you're, you're committing yourself to about eight to 11 years of school um, 
out of high school. So it's definitely time consuming while other people might be um, spending their lives, you know, having fun after college, you know, you're still in school and you're seeing some of your friends <laughs> uh, living in their yachts and stuff. And, just, you know, it's just like, you don't get to have that much fun. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, is really stressful about it. Yeah, no, I totally got that. I mean, being a business major, you know, four years and then I'm basically done with college and like I'm out in the workforce. But like, yeah, you still have another like at least four years on top of that. I definitely respect people that, you know, decide to pursue med school or pre-med and, you know, try and become a doctor and actually stick to it. Because I'll be honest, I have a lot of friends that, um, you know, right after high school, they said, yo, I want to be a doctor. Um, and then two years, one year even into it, they're like, nah, this isn't for me. It's too much. So I definitely have a lot of respect for the people that put in the, you know, dedication to be like, yo, I want to become a doctor, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, it's definitely a challenge and like not everyone can do it, like you said earlier, but like, in all honesty, you know, if you're passionate enough about it, if you like really have that drive and like that motivation to go for it, it's definitely something you should do, especially if you're interested in the field. Because, like, one, there's money to be made, and, like, you're also helping out so many people. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. a it's a good thing that you said dedication, because a lot of people um, go into pre-med for the wrong reasons. They think they're going to they're gonna go in, they're going to finish, and then they're going to come out of school with a six-figure salary, and then it's going to be awesome and amazing. I If you... If you go into pre-med and, you know, you want to be a doctor for the money, that's, I would definitely tell you to reconsider because that's not what you should be wanting to be a doctor for. Um, I mean, like, if you don't mind, what's, like, sorry to cut you off, but, like, yeah. if you don't mind sharing, like, what what's your reason for becoming a doctor? Like, why do you, why are you putting yourself through pre-med? Why are you putting yourself through the stress and all that, through all the work? So, I'm not even going to, like, I'm not even going to mess around like I, I hate math so we can start <laughs> off with that um I don't know math is just not the not the thing for me I just don't like math I would well, rather like why pre-med I mean you could have gone business you could have gone true. into like so many different fields um so when I was younger um I had this surgery done in Egypt um a corrective surgery um and you know my dad decided to that you know it would be a, me being Egyptian and having an Arab background, you know, my dad thought that, you know, in Egypt, it would be easier to just do the surgery rather than in the US. Um, and then after the surgery, what happened was one of the anesthesiologists um, that was administering anesthesia um, accidentally punctured um, my sciatic nerve. And for those that don't know what the sciatic nerve is, um, it's the nerve that completely controls um, your your nerves in your in your legs so after that surgery puncturing my sciatic nerve with the with the anesthesia um i was completely flat-footed i was paralyzed from the leg down for a couple months um my parents spent months to years you know going to different doctors and stuff when they came back to the u.s um trying to help me get back to the way it was um Obviously, it didn't, um, it, it, you know, when you damage a nerve, it's hard to come back from that. So um, I permanently have um, on my left foot, one, one of my toes is going to be crooked. Um, and the only way to correct that is um, through a surgery, you know, um, to um, 
put a screw in the toe and fix the bone itself. But as far as um, uh, my nerves, they're, they're, my left foot is just not as strong as my right foot. Um, so that's definitely one of my motives. Um, another thing being um, my grandparents. Um, they've they've been sick for as long as i can remember they've always you know been in and out of the hospital um my grandfather passed away earlier uh last year at the end of last year um due to cancer so it's just yeah um so yeah it's just you know if just seeing them you know just you know i want to be able to make a change to someone's life um just you know if I can go into the field and, you know, come out of it with helping people, then, you know, I'm completely satisfied. So that's why I go back to saying, if you're in it for the money, being a doctor is definitely not the reason. Um, There's so many other things that you can do for the money, engineering, um, you know, all those jobs pay insanely well um, if you go up in the field. But it's just, if you want to be a doctor, there's just so much more that you have to give to, you know, to be happy. And you also want to wake up every day um, loving what you do. You don't want to wake up every day. You know, maybe you did it for the money and you're making the money. But if you're not happy, then you're not going to be happy doing what you do, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Like, if you're not happy, you're just going to, like, really dread what you're doing. And, like, you're just going to wake up hating yourself every morning, like, questioning, like, oh, why did I do this? Or, like, something else, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's definitely something, like, you know, I respect it. I respect the fact that you are doing this for the right reasons, in my opinion. And like you're doing this to help people out and you're passionate about it. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I could tell you all the all the bones in your body before I tell you how to do a derivative. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just I don't know. I, I also fell in love with science, you know, anatomy and stuff. It's probably one of the most interesting classes that I've taken. Um, I'm actually taking biology too right now. Um, and the second half of the semester is uh, anatomy. So I don't know. It's just something that I, I, I like and, you know, I can see myself doing it uh, for years to come. Um, specifically, I would like to personally go into emergency medicine. I want to work in the ER, you know, because I feel like I'd be more exposed to different things and learn more things and be experienced to different cases and different um, injuries and stuff and, you know, treat a lot of people. So that's where I want to be in the next couple of years. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, props to you and like, hopefully you'll get, you'll get there. Like, you know, hopefully like you'll still work hard, still be focused and, you know, don't lose sight of what you're working for. I mean, like, that's the biggest advice I could honestly give you for like what you want to do. Cause like personally you sound passionate about it and like you have a lot of reasons to be, I mean, it's, it's definitely very easy to fall off track. Um, the prerequisites that we have to take before med school, the chemistries and the biologies and the physics and genetics, they're very, they're not, they're not easy classes. So it's very hard to fall off track and it can definitely be a very scary and stressful process. Um, There are people that, you know, take these classes and study for their MCATs and, you know, they have breakdowns and cry and, you know, but ultimately if you are passionate about, what you want and you can see the end goal um with you being happy in this field then go for it like what's a few years of struggling 
um, for the rest of your life being happy and being successful and being able to help people, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's definitely true. So, like, I guess onto the like next the next question I have, it'd be like, you know, have you found any like internships? Are you like working? Are you doing anything that's exposing you to the field currently? So, since I was fifteen, um, I've always been working. Um, my my dad taught me from a very young age to try and be independent. Um, he stopped paying for stuff a long time ago. I've been, you know, paying my bills and stuff, um, doing everything mostly on my own. Um, and that's one of the things that I've learned throughout the years. Um, I've, I've worked many different varieties of jobs. I've worked in restaurants. I've worked in warehouses. Um, but I finally um, started a job at a hospital um, in New Jersey, um, Robert Wood Johnson. Um, where I get to, you know, treat patients and deal with them up close and personal. Um, you know, very basic work, um, definitely not performing surgeries or anything. But um, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, my first foot in the door um, in patient care and, and, and in the healthcare system. So yeah, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm happy right now where with where I'm at, um, with the job and everything. And hopefully it looks good on my resume and um yeah i mean like how's the experience been there like have you met a lot of interesting individuals have you like learned anything you know like what have you gained from working there so far and like how is it benefiting you and like your goal you know you definitely need a lot of patience in the healthcare field um it's something that i've learned um because you're not going to always get the sweetest kindest patients i've dealt with patients that were complete assholes uh, excuse my language <laughs> um they don't want to talk to you they want to yell at you you know they they don't want to be there and you have to take that into consideration like they don't want to be in a hospital they would rather be at home you know with their families and everything so that's something that you have to learn in the health field that you know patience is is such a virtue you know being able to 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 keep that composure and and dealing with patients is is something that that you need to have throughout your whole um your whole experience in the healthcare system whether you know doctors nurses pas they they all you know they all have to have the same traits and you know they have to learn the same skills because ultimately um you're there for the patient you know yeah no that makes sense i mean honestly like from my point of view i think like that's you know what you're doing is like I mean, to me, that's it's a little crazy. I'm not gonna lie, because yeah. I mean, I'm a business major, so you know, my work ethic is not like different in terms of you know how I'm trying to like focus on myself, focus on businesses and stuff like that. Now, it's more like as a business major, it's just different. The level of patience, commitment, in terms of like you know dealing with people, stuff like that. For sure, it's also the the balance. Um... I work overnight at the hospital, so yeah, now that must be really tough. <laughs> definitely is. Um, we I work about I work about three days a week, so it's not. I mean, what are your shifts looking like? Uh, about uh three shifts a week, um, from eleven p.m. to seven thirty a.m. Um, it's kind of it was kind of rough in the beginning. Um, you know, just being up all night and then going home and sleeping and having to wake up for 
school and classes and then trying to nap again before work it's it's definitely not for everyone um but to be honest um the night shift is is not that bad um you know there's there's definitely a lot more downtime than than the day shift would have um i actually get to study a little bit while i'm at work so that's that's a good thing um because you know they're sleeping and you know occasionally yeah they'll wake up and they, they'll need something um and then i really just you know do vitals on the patients that i have when i get there i do my rounds and then i have a lot of downtime um until about five in the morning that's when i have to um do blood work for the patients um but that's about it and it's weird because the night shift actually pays more <laughs> so it doesn't really make sense to me but you know i'll take it yeah i mean that's that's hey more hustle like chase out of the bag you know yeah more money's money money's money at the end of the money's money yeah for sure i mean you know i definitely gotta say like that's that's dedication i <laughs> i don't know if i'd be working the night shift <laughs> i'm not gonna lie uh no nah, that's that's way too much for no me you need to work the night shift hey hey yo we don't talk about that <laughs> yeah nah that was like that was a one time and i hated it. i despised it i like used to work at amazon for a little bit it was horrible i would work from like 5 p.m to 5 a.m i hated it so so tiring and draining yeah like that 12 hour shift for three days in a row nah never again and it's it's also kind of scary because i work in a respiratory unit so we deal with a lot of covid patients um oh yeah especially that's like that's now. also something like they told us in the beginning like are you sure you want to do this you're gonna be dealing with covid patients most likely and the exposure but i you know i've taking the right precautions I feel like you'll be all right. I mean, I've been working there for about a month now and, you know, I feel fine. I'm, I have tested negative multiple times. I've, I've actually, I took the vaccine the first dose yesterday. So it's definitely not for everyone. That's why I go back to saying the health field is definitely not for everyone. You're going to, you're going to be, you know, working hella hours and you're going to be working long shifts and, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's it's a process. Um, you have to you have to really want it. Cause think about it. Um, after med school, when you go into your residency, and um, you know you're you're basically to put it into simple terms, you're you're everyone's bitch as a resident. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're doing all the bitch work. Um, so it's 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 a it's a lot of you know patience. Patience is really the the best way to put it. Like, for sure, that's something to think about. And, like, in no way, shape, or form is this, like, something to discourage you, you know, if you're a med student already or, like, if you're thinking about getting into the field. I think, you know, it's definitely something to just note. Put that, like, note in the back of your mind, at least subconsciously, while you're doing all of this and, like, think about it. Like, do you want to be a part of this field? Do you want to put in the time, the effort? It all goes back to that. Like, are you mentally prepared for that? Yeah, kudos. Honestly, kudos to anyone that that wants to be a doctor. Like, I have a lot of respect for people that, you know, go through all the way. I've I've had friends that, I've I've I had a friend actually, um, in undergrad, her grades weren't as high as she wanted to be. And at Rutgers, we have uh, an advising office just for the health professions called the HPO, and she went to the hpo office you know for advice on classes and what to do and what you what she thought she could do to better her application and they literally told her straight up they were like we don't think that you know being a doctor is the best thing for you you might want to look into other options and 
what happened was she ended up getting into an accelerated seven-year program at Robert Wood Johnson Medical School. So I, I think now she's actually in her residency, you know? So it's it's not, don't let people discourage you from doing what you want to do. If you have the motivation and you are going into it for the right reasons, there's nothing that can stop you. The only thing that can stop you is yourself. It's just, if you have the right mentality and the right mindset and you really push yourself to, to you know, to, to, to want to be that person and wanting to better your community and, you know, being able to help people, then there's really nothing that can stop you. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, honestly, it, again, it all goes back to that. Like, are you focused? Are you going to enjoy what you're doing? And like, you know, talk to me a little bit about, you know, how you've been. Talk to me about like how, how your experience college has changed you from like high school to now oh i'll be honest in high school i was an immature ass motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can i can attest to that <laughs> i saw a lot of things you did uh high school was high school was high school high school was the same as every 16 17 year old kid you know shenanigans and partying and having fun and you know going out and stuff um I didn't really pay attention to college in high school. I was just always that kid that was like, oh, I'll get to it when it comes. Um, and I definitely wasn't the smartest kid in high school either. I was definitely more laid back. I was a very social type of person. I used to hang out with my friends a lot. I used to go out a lot. I never really paid attention to school because it, it was high school. You could, you know, it, it was easy to to breeze through to through high school. Um, you didn't really have to put uh, effort or any work into it. Um, How was like the transition to college that first year, you know? Because, uh, I mean, for me, like, yeah, same. High school was honestly a breeze. I had a lot of fun. I goofed off a lot. But um, college, hit, in my opinion, like yeah. to me, college just... It hit me like a truck. And I think, I honestly want to say that it was half due to me still living in that party mentality. Uh, that goofing off mentality and part of it um i just wasn't prepared from high school um the the i went to a very small high school our graduating class was about 16 kids um and it was a private high school and it just didn't prepare us for that college level um i remember i was i was taking pre-calc in senior year um and then my teacher just got pregnant and dipped <laughs> The other half, I didn't, uh, even, didn't even finish pre-calc. Um, and then came time for, um, you know, applications and resumes. And they didn't really teach us how to do any of that. It was kind of like, you know, just we had to learn on our own and how to apply for financial aid and how to write a good essay. Um, but I'll be honest, our English teacher really helped us in the English department. Um, it was just math that a lot of people were lacking in. Um and I did um, get hit like a truck, like a truck hit me when I got into college. Um, I failed two classes my first semester. Um, you know what? At least you're honest about it. Yeah. That's, that's not something easy to you, like, come out and say. You don't, not everyone goes into college and they're like ready, you know? Also, if you don't go to a right institution in high school and you're not prepared, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to do easy. You're not going to do well in in college you know i gotta say though from like my i mean this is just me personally but like 
I'm happy, but also a little upset that I didn't go to community. Like right now, I'm going to a a good college, and um, it's just like I don't know. Community college, I feel like for the first two years, it would have been a better choice because one, it'd be saving money, and I would still get rid of all my core requirements. It definitely would. It's just. But like at the same time, that experience and yeah. stuff from you know a better college and like getting to uh, learn from like professors and stuff who are actually good. I think it's just when you have different like different fields. For example, you know it would look better for a pre med student if he went to a four year institution rather than going to a two year. Yeah, no, that's fair point. You know? Fair point. So. Um, but yeah, so my college transition was pretty rough. I had a really bad GPA my first, my first semester. Um, and then, I mean, I, I, I think you fixed yourself, you know, coming I to did. the second, second year. I did. Um, I s- got into some problems with some friends and I had a lot of personal issues around that time after that semester. Um, and I really had a lot of time to myself after that. I kind of secluded myself. Um, and, you know, I managed to turn it around. I completely turned around my GPA. Those two classes that I failed, I ended up, you know, getting A's in because I, I was like, you know what? Yes, sir, the, the party time is over. You got to seriously think about your future. Yeah, I guess you woke up, right? Yeah. It you was... kind of got, you kind of slapped yourself in the face and said, hey, you got <laughs> to start paying attention that's, now. That's one way to put it. Yeah, I and mean. I'm, I'm kind of glad that, that that happened because it. I guarantee you if um, I just managed to pass through my classes and um you know if i didn't have that experience i definitely wouldn't have changed into the person that i am obviously um that slap in the face was good too because it made me realize hey you want to be a doctor this is not the type of gpa that you know med schools are looking for you really need to push yourself um to be able to 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 have med schools look at you and be like wow we want to select you for our school you know no yeah i mean it's it's definitely good that you learned this lesson right now because if you took it you know any later on if you you know kept goofing off kept getting you know low grades or whatever it would have really hurt you might have hurt your chances even more to get into a med school a good med school yeah and it probably could have like hurt your entire career as a whole and and you know my gpa is definitely not where i want it to be right now but it's definitely um on track i you know the way that i see it i still have two years to to fix it and get it to where i want to be i'm almost there um and that's the plan for the next two years um just trying to have like any goals by the way like i don't know i feel like you know a lot of people because you were just saying like you know your your goal is you didn't specifically say your goal is but you know you implied that you wanted to get a higher gpa in the next two years fix it up and like keep working hard so, like, you know, do you have any specific goals that you wanted to set for yourself in the upcoming years? Um, Maybe even, like, this year. Like, what are your goals for, like, 2021? You know, um, we just ended the new year, basically. I mean, two months in, but... <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to get back into shape. Um, You know, start hitting the gym more and focusing on myself mm-hmm. um, mentally and uh, physical-wise. Um, Before the pandemic, I was, you know, trying... Um, and then after the pandemic hit, I just completely shut down, you know, back to that lack of motivation. I stopped going to the gym completely. I know you've been on me to go to the gym. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that's that's one of my goals. Um, you know, just I want to keep working and trying to save up as much money as I can. I want to go on a vacation after this pandemic is over. Holy shit. I need to, <laughs> I need to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get that. I mean, you know, I'm really like, you know, I'm really happy that, you know, today I was able to bring you on and we could talk a little bit about all this stuff, about your like goals, about your work, about your school, how you're feeling. Because honestly, it's like, it's not like every day, you know, you can talk about med school, you can talk about somebody who's like, you know, struggling at first, and then, you know, working hard to bring it back, because, you know, this is reality, like, you know, going back to everything is like, this is what life really is, it's not like everybody's going to be living, you know, 17, 18, making $50,000 a year or something, or like, you know, even breaking a million dollars off TikTok or whatever, like, nah, this is, what the average student is going through i think a question to ask yourself is how bad do you want it you know how how bad do you do you want this if you really want it there's nothing that can stop you from doing it i mean the way that i see it i a lot of people go into college and they have a plan a a plan b i don't have a plan b it's just you know doctor or nothing (laughs) but but that's how bad i want it i i want to be a doctor and i I want i really want it for the right reasons and the right intentions and i'm really trying to push myself so if if you want it that badly then there's really nothing that can stop you you are the only person that is in your own way from from greatness you know yeah no for sure i mean it definitely says a lot about, you know, your character and like how focused you are and, you know, what makes you like this person, who you are today. It's not like you came here out of nothing. So I just want to say like, you know, thank you for coming on today and like sharing all your experiences with us and stuff. Yeah, thank you so much. All right.